Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Connections Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Hildebrandt. Here at Connections, we want to help you create joy in your life and in all of your relationships. When you apply principles of honesty, responsibility, and humility, you will create change and connection. If you would like more help in changing your life and relationships, go to connectionsclassroom.com and click Start Here. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Connections Coaching. Enjoy our podcast. Have you ever heard of the axiom, life is hard and then you die? (laughs) I've heard that statement used many a time and usually it's said with either a nervous giggle or a declarative announcement. Either way, there's one emotion that weaves itself through the language and into the relating of that message. And that is the emotion of pain, the feeling of pain. So there's a multitude of ways to experience pain. You can experience pain by dis-ease, uncomfortability, hurt, grief, loneliness, anger, confusion, loss, fear, it's a big one, control, dishonesty with self and towards another person, irresponsibility creates pain, pride creates pain, denial, distraction, and just garden variety disconnection. All of those positions invite us into one category, distortion. Distortion. Distortion means the turning away from truth. Whoa, so that's not good. So I think, okay, in order to not have pain, I will not go into those, those places that I just talked about. I won't, I won't act out in those ways that I mentioned above. And then I think if I'm really good, then I won't act bad and have those outcomes that I just talked about. Um, and then I'll escape pain. Problem is, I only find out that there's another type of pain. So there's two kinds of pain in this world. One's called inevitable and one's called optional. And optional always comes after inevitable. Inevitable pain is pain that you cannot control. Things you cannot control. So I am responsible. Really quick side note. I am responsible for my three things. My own perceptions, perceiving my own perceptions. I am responsible to create the emotions that come from my perceptions and then the outcomes, which are my behaviors, my choices that follow my perceptions and my emotions. And I can perceive in either truth or distortion. So they don't just happen to me. I am actively projecting onto life And I will experience inevitable pain as a result. And from that place, because I can't control stuff. I mean, maybe 
something quote unquote happens to me, like I go to the doctor and find out I have high blood pressure. That happened to me a couple of years ago. Went to the doctor. I'd been totally healthy my whole life. Go to the doctor and they say, oh my goodness, you're like at stroke range. Like what in the world? What? What? <laughs> it took me like a week to get my head around that. Because I had had been checked, I don't know, two years before and was totally healthy and all of a sudden I'm in stroke range. I had inevitable pain. It was something I couldn't control. And I chose to keep it in that place and not go into optional pain. And so I did a ton of homework, investigated, asked lots of people, um, read things, and was able to um, heal my high blood pressure through diet, exercise, less stress, those kind of things. So you get to choose. You can't get out of pain. Pain is a part of life. It's called inevitable. But you can choose to sophisticate yourself. Um, but you're still going to experience pain. And you might think, well, why? Like, <laughs> what in the world? I thought that if I chose in truth, then I'd be favored. And I would not experience pain. And the truth is, if you stay inside this cauterizing heat of truth... You'll begin to realize, become aware of, accept that this type of pain, inevitable pain, is necessary for your personal maturation process. And it is being overseen by a loving being who knows of your potential, your worth, and your personal aches and fears, and will never for one second not be aware of you. Oh my goodness. So pain isn't bad. So pain isn't bad. That question or statement, however you pose it, is only made by rookies in life that have not yet awakened to or been willing to accept slash surrender that the only way for growth and development of their soul, increased capacity for emotional and spiritual sight is through pain, discomfort, dis-ease, disappointment, all the stuff that you don't like, <laughs> that is <laughs> where you develop. This pain is the doorway into awakenings, additional in intuitive sight, sophisticated awareness, heightened discernment, thoughtful vulnerabilities, sainthood. Now, who wouldn't want those kind of characteristics? How about angelic connections and ultimately communing or becoming one with truth? I want that. If that means I have to go through pain, experience pain, and hold it in truth, I want that. I want those outcomes. So you could say that pain is purposeful. I love that. I love that thought. Pain has purpose. It's scheduled. It's needed, it's loving, exact, it's healing, growth producing, and intentional, determinative, absolute, inviting, sure, steady, and consistent. This path of pain, inevitable pain, is wide and accepts all humans who choose to place themselves into it. You can experience pain 
in many innumerable ways as you are moving throughout your life, choosing your way through life. So let's go back to the beginning of the podcast. Life isn't about hard. That's subjective. Life is about pain. And this is exactly where each of us gets to choose what type of pain I experience. So all of us are subjected to inevitable pain. But many of us will also choose to move that inevitable pain into optional pain. So if we get to choose what pain means, it's right here where experience meets you at the top of the trailhead of life and says, okay, here's your experience. You get to use your choices to manifest this experience and you will create the outcome. So either direction, either in truth or distortion, you will create the outcomes, whether you choose in truth or distortion. That's very important. I've said that twice now. Um, the outcomes that will follow in this experience, your wisdom around your choices will create the way in which you experience pain, either inevitable pain or optional pain. So, wow, that's a lot of responsibility in each of our hands of how we're going to experience pain. So you cannot avoid it. It is a loving gesture, opportunity, invitation, from a loving creator to sophisticate you and allow you to become as immense and vast as possible. So I'm going to give you just a handful of things. And the truth is, is that anything you experience in life can um, be experienced in a place of pain, inevitable pain. But here's just a handful. Okay, so the fear of being misunderstood. The agony of your loved one choosing sin the heartbreak of others' choices, just being disappointed about something. You know, it's um, we're all quarantined right now <clears throat> because of the coronavirus, and many people are horribly disappointed. They had plans. I I've talked to several people I know whose plans were, um, you know, changed. Maybe many of you whose plans were changed. I didn't have any plans this weekend, so I'm good being home. Um, but many people's plans were changed, you know, flights and things like that. It's spring break. So lots of people were going to be traveling. So lots of disappointment, lots of inevitable pain. You can't control it. Now you're going to hold it in truth and move through it in truth, which means be honest, responsible, and humble with it. Recognize that you're responsible for your own perceptions, your own feelings, your own actions of what you, how you're going to behave, or are you going to buck and balk and react and tantrum and show up in distortion and go into optional pain. Uh, not getting what you want, attempting to control your children and realize you can't. A lack of confidence, losing a competition, feeling angry and sadness and fear, believing a lie, being manipulated, losing a friend or a loved one or spouse. You are running, running, running to catch the fly ball and you miss it. Someone tells you an off-color joke creates pain. Someone compares themselves to something or someone else. A wayward child, a challenging job, an angry parent, a dishonest spouse. Not being liked creates inevitable pain. Feelings of depression and anxiety create inevitable pain. Not being understood, being lied about. Somebody has an addiction, they're affecting you. Peer pressure, being fired, being let go of. 
being diagnosed with something, a parent with dementia, you miss your flight, you're getting old, just consequences of your own choices, not being seen, not being validated. Ooh, that's a painful one, not being validated. Uh, Someone stealing from you. All of these are opportunities to enter into inevitable pain. Which pain invites you into distortion, which is optional pain? Now notice, I said it invites you. It doesn't mean you have to go there. The inevitable pain is just a part of life. Inevitable pain comes because we have expectations, each one of us that says life should fill in the blank. Life should happen like this. There should be no coronavirus. Uh, Nothing should be canceled. I shouldn't have a child that's making poor choices. Okay, those are all of our expectations. And the truth is, you don't get to control anything other than your own thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. So anytime something shows up like that, you have the choice to go into distortion, go into optional pain, or you can just recognize that this is the reality. Inevitable pain is pain you cannot control, and it's literally, literally inevitable. All else is out of your control, and you are susceptible to pain because you aren't in control of anything else but you. If you want another podcast to listen to, I'd listen to podcast 10, Pain is Our Teacher. So there's no way out of pain. Even when you think you've beaten it, All you've done is disconnect from your opportunity to engage in it and develop both mind, body, and soul. So that kind of response to try to avoid it is a child's way to engage with life. It's immaturity talking. That is distortion at its finest hour. Believing that you don't have to interplay with pain and that you found some secret passageway out of this discomfort only to find a month, a year, 60 years down the road of the wreckage, the loss, the damage, the chaos, the disconnection you've created as a result of believing you could. Could what? Could control pain and duck out of your responsibilities around discomfort and pain. The truth is no one is exempt from pain. So please, please heed this invitation and move with pain. Move into it. Don't avoid it. Believe you can control it. Think you don't have to have experienced it. Assume pain's not for you. The truth is pain is at the top of the descent into connection. You're not too good, which is adulating for it, or it's not there to tell you, quote, you deserve to be in pain, which is denigrating. Pain is a teacher, a mentor, and all of us are directed into it by our choices to engage in either truth or distortion. Don't deprive yourself of meeting the divinity, the truth inside your pain. But you must enter into the experience and choose truth to see and hear truth's presence. And also the love that truth has for you. My experience with pain is that when I'm in the middle of it or deep into the experience, I receive validation that myself knows where I am. I have very personal indicators that tell me that I'm on course, 
the intensity of the pain is not an indicator that I'm not on course. That's very important. Let me say that again. The intensity of the pain is not an indicator that I'm not on course. It's actually quite the opposite. My indications, my beacons are my choices that I make in truth. Truthful choices are the way that I maneuver out of pain and into calmer waters. A reprieve from the turbulence. A preparation time to enter additional discomfort. So I need to become a being who knows how to differentiate truth from distortion. I need to be willing to not be afraid of discomfort, not be afraid of pain, yet see it as an invitation to be lovingly shaped and carefully recasted. The way that divinity helps us see our imperfections, our distortions, our fears, our expectations, our lusts, our greed, our control, and calls you by name and says, Jody, this behavior is not becoming of you. Your choices right here are not in truth. That's what you hear inside you when you're in distortion is that voice that says, stop, this is inappropriate. This is not the truth. So I'm inviting you and I'm inviting me. I'm asking all of us to change and choose truth. Choose to be honest, responsible around your perceptions, your feelings, your behaviors, and humble, willing, teachable. When reality comes into your life, it can hurt, which means there's pain. Because it hits all of your distortions. It hits your expectations. It's like light hitting darkness equals pain. And the only way to heal it is to enter into the experience with a heart and mind that says, quote, I will look for my distortions, my dishonesty, my irresponsibility, my lack of humility, and reframe them into truth. Don't ever choose to not enter experience because you see pain up ahead. That would be a very foolish decision because not entering pain is just an illusion. You'll be fooling yourself to believe that by not entering the experience, which I just said is an illusion, because you can't not enter experience. You'll just enter into it sideways. You'll, you'll back into it. <laughs> and that's never good to walk backwards. Um, you think by not going into the experience, which is an illusion, that you'll forego pain because pain is inside that thing. Here's the truth. Pain is inside you. And when I say pain's inside you, what I mean is you have expectations that you expect to be met. And when they don't get met, boom, you go into pain. You go into pain. I go into pain. Everybody goes into pain. Goes in, when I say pain, it means all those things, discomfort, sadness, grief, loss, fear, control. We go into pain because it is your distortion that is inside you. That distortion is causing your pain. Your expectations are causing your pain. And this experience is giving you an opportunity to see and reframe it back into the truth, which is, ready? Okay, here's the truth. Your worth, your divinity, your value is fixed. It is eternal, period, the end. If all of us could remember, could know, not just remember, but know that one thing, you wouldn't have pain anymore. You just wouldn't have it. 
because you'd move with all your expectations. You wouldn't go into control. You would not feel fear because there'd be nothing to fear if you understood your divinity. That there's nothing bad in this world. That you are constantly being watched and attended to. But that's not reality. We, we don't live like that. But that's where our goal is to get there. Number two, your choices and your experiences, your behaviors do not increase or decrease your divinity. Your eternal soul is. Period. The end. Number three, your choices in either truth or distortion affect you and um, influence you to feel in either direction, either truth or distortion. So choose wisely. Now, remember, feelings don't equate to truth. They just are telling you that you have a perception. So then go looking for the perception and see if the perception is in truth or distortion. Number four, what you feel is not necessarily the truth. Your feelings are connected to your perceptions. Your perceptions are where you need to place your focus and your emphasis. You are meant to do hard. You are and were designed to do hard things. Don't be afraid of hard. Don't be afraid of it. Square your shoulders right into the hard and walk forward. There are people, opportunities, miracles inside hard. Your job is to keep choosing truth. Be honest, responsible, and humble inside of hard. Hard is a precursor to our spiritual creation. Pain is temporary and is a teacher and is hard and is doable. So I'll tell you a story. Uh, as I was raising my children, um, I finally was able to buy a home. And they were, um, I think, eight and ten when I bought the house. And so this is our first house. We've been living in apartments this whole time. And we have this beautiful new kitchen. And I said to my daughter, who was 10 years old at the time, I said, yeah, I'm thinking about stenciling uh, go hard or go home across the top of the kitchen, which was like right in the middle of the house. So everybody who walked in the front door could see it. And uh, she's like, cool. (laughs) That'd be cool. You should do it. Well, I was just kind of kidding. I mean, I wanted to, but, you know, I had that ego thing going on, like what would everybody think kind of a thing. And so I said, well, you know, I don't know. And she's like, oh, mom, you should do it. You should do it. So anyways, I I thought about it for a while. And um, she was really insistent that I put that up on the wall. And so I did. After about two weeks considering, I'm like, you know what? I didn't know about truth and distortion back then. (laughs) So I I let my um, distortions go about what everybody would think about me. And I really love that idea, go hard or go home. Because my life had just been all about go hard (laughs) and do hard things. And I wanted to teach my children that, that concept and that um, principle of you can do hard things. And so I had it stenciled, professionally stenciled across the top of my kitchen wall. And it was there for 10 years. Everybody that walked in my house was like, oh, go hard or go home. Nice. <laughs> so here's what distortion versus truth look like. In distortion, there is hard and there is pain. And in truth, there is hard and pain. I'm going to read you some characteristics of both truth and distortion that that follow pain slash hard okay so you can hear the juxtaposition and you can assess for yourself where you are so when i am in distortion 
which means I'm actually, let me back up and say this. When I am having a painful slash hard experience, I can choose to experience it in either truth or distortion. It's up to me how I want to experience. So here are some characteristics. When I experience fear, I go into control. So that's distortion. And then because I'm in distortion, I will experience anxiety, depression. I can go into secrets. I can feel suicidal. I can have exaggerations, entitlements. I can feel right. Um, I have all sorts of expectations that I think that everybody else should meet. I'm greedy. I have confusion. I have despair. I disconnect from reality. I won't be vulnerable. I will not give any validation or accept any validation. I am refusing to forgive or repent. I can do whatever I want is my attitude. I have this unrighteous anger, which is just me being vindictive or uh, rageful or blaming. I have no boundaries and I personalize everything. (laughs) I personalize everything. Or I can have the exact same experience and it can be hard and have pain, right? But I choose to hold it in truth. And here's what I do when I have the experience and I hold it in truth. I drop kick fear. I drop kick it. Now, people might say, well, how do you do that? It's like, well, make your phone calls, call people, let them validate you. Let them help you reframe the fear because if you stand back far enough, there is nothing to fear in this world. So the way I do hard and pain and truth is I stay in reality, which means I keep reframing everything back into the truth. I surrender what is not my responsibility. What's my, what's mine I own and I keep it in truth and what's not mine I surrender, which means I let go. I keep telling myself, um, uh, that I need to like, who is responsible? And like I said, if I'm responsible, I own it. Uh, I stay open and teachable and willing. Um, I, I allow myself to feel disappointments, but I don't blame. I just feel the sadness, the grief, the loss. Um, and then I let it go. I can feel confusion inside truth, but it's with clarity. And the reason I feel confusion with clarity is that I just don't have all the information yet versus confusion without clarity is in distortion. I have uh, no expectation that I'm not willing to meet myself. I'm vulnerable. I validate. I have boundaries. I'm willing to forgive and accept. I do not go into control. And here's the biggie. I don't personalize anything. Distortion is about personalizing everything and living in truth is I don't personalize it. It's not about me. It's about the thing or the other person. So I want to tell you another story about heart and pain and how I balanced between distortion and truth. And uh, eventually, uh, after several years, I got into the truth. So when I was a teenager, Um, I think I was 16. I was a junior in high school. We had, um, a a young girl who was my age, she was 16, come live with us. She, she was, um, in some kind of a program. And, uh, um, and so we had her come live with us for the school year. And, you know, she had her own room. I had my own room. And, um, uh, I started hearing rumors that, um, she was making very poor choices. And then all of a sudden, I started hearing rumors that I was making the same poor choices. And I started hearing people who were close to me saying, you know, asking me like, 
Jody, I heard that you're doing drugs. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not doing drugs. And I don't know all the ins and outs, even now at the age of 50, I don't know exactly what happened. But I was told that this girl who was living us, with us was telling other people that she was doing drugs because I was giving them to her. So she was openly doing drugs, but she was telling other people that I was doing them with her. Um, and I immediately went into massive distortion. I mean, here I was a teenager doing drugs for me, um, was offensive and I was very angry at her and I went into all sorts of adulation, like how dare she? And then I also had denigration because I was afraid to confront her and I was afraid to say anything because in my world, the people who I was around didn't like believe me. You know, I, I was raised with parents where, you know, really traumatic things happened to me as a child and they wouldn't believe me. And so I just assumed they wouldn't believe me if I told them this either. So I kept it to myself. So I sat in this distortion, oh, probably till I was, I don't know, early 20s. Um, and I just, everybody who asked me if I was doing drugs, I'm like, no, no, I would never. And then I found out from a, a, a close friend of, of, my, of, of mine and also of hers that that's what was being said is that she was telling people that I was giving them to her. And so I wanted to control what everybody thought of me. And I didn't know who knew and who didn't know. And when I would go to school, I was afraid everybody knew. And, and I made myself a little bit paranoid because I, you know, felt like I was better, quote unquote, better than that. Like I would never use drugs. Um, and it kind of scared me that I was being looked at or I was being perceived as using drugs. Not that anybody ever came up and said, oh my gosh, you're using drugs. People just that were close to me asked me like, are you, are you using drugs? I'm like what in the world? I had three people who were my friends ask me that question. And when I told them the truth, they were like, well, you just need to know this is what's being said. And this is the gossip that's going around. Um, but you know, once I got out of high school, I still allowed that to linger in my heart, in my, in my soul, because it was painful and it was hard. And I still, to this day, don't know what anybody thought or who knows or who didn't know. And I really don't care because I finally found the truth. The truth was right in front of my nose. The truth was, is that no, I've never used a drug in my life. That is the truth. And it doesn't mean I'm better than another person. It just means I've never used drugs. But in my distortion, I kept saying, well, I'm better than them if I don't use drugs. And the truth is, is that um, it, it's just, it was, it was a choice that I made. But I went into distortion and made it be about I'm better than people because I don't use drugs. So that is an example of heart and pain and expectations that did not get met. I had no idea that someone would um, accuse me of that. I, I, I never had an expectation that that would happen, quote unquote, to me. And it did. So all of us are being invited into experience. That was an experience I had. Outcomes. Um, so, so inside experience, you have outcomes of your choices and outcomes of others' choices. And then just random acts that happen. Experience is constant because we are loved Experience is the opportunity to purge ourselves from distortion and choose truth. It's not about, experience is not about hard or pain, except that life is hard because there is pain. 
And yet you get to choose truth as you experience the outcomes of truth, which will always translate into, if you, if you choose in truth, surrender. And surrender will always bring peace and calm and sight and connection. Pain is not to be avoided when it's held in truth. If you enter experience in distortion, you will do everything you can to avoid, control, dominate pain, because experiencing pain and distortion, one, creates more of it, and two, really, really, really hurts, and three, you can't get out of it. it. You just cycle and cycle and cycle until you tell yourself the truth. So be humble. Accept that pain is inevitable, and you get to choose how to experience it. You can call it hard if you wish. Just don't go into distortion because of pain's discomfort. Your choice. Life is hard and hard is purposeful for your growth, wisdom producing and soul promoting and connecting. Thank you so much for listening to Connections Podcast today. We so appreciate you and your support in spreading this crucial message to your family, your friends, and your coworkers. Your greatest compliment to us would be for you to refer your loved ones to our podcast and classes at www.connectionsclassroom.com. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe to this podcast. You can find more ways to create joy in your life and all of your relationships at connectionsclassroom.com and click start here. Again, I'm your host, Jody Hildebrandt, and thank you so much for listening. Stay connected, my friends.